Hello, everybody. This is Hambo back at the Ham Palace. And uh, we're in November, kiddies. And um, hopefully, I'll have my uh, guest call in, good old Daniel Wilson. Yeah, we're going to have a little uh, powwow. A little paranormal, paranormal powwow about the missing 411 series. Um, hope everyone's uh, staying sane, staying sane right now with all the kookiness going on. And uh, hope everyone's staying creative um, and productive, um, doing things that bring you pleasure. Um, whether that's putting a puzzle together that you always wanted to do, playing that video game you always wanted to play, report, starting your own podcast, um, maybe working on some stand-up material like good old Hambo here, or maybe shooting a movie, maybe shooting a movie. Let's see, let's see. We go, oh boy, we got Daniel Wilson has entered the live studio. He's just coming in from the off of my, uh, my secretary just let him in, and uh, let's see if he can make his way to the the studio here. All right, let's see. And here we go, and Daniel Wilson, can you hear me? I certainly can. Chris, how are you? Ah, it's going good. Hopefully you didn't have to wait too too long out there. And, uh, you know, the secretary left, you know, she didn't hit on you too much before she let you into the studio. Yeah. No, just a little bit. <laughs> tolerant. Tolerant She's a big amount. Flirt. She's a big flirt, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, well, we both got done working out. Um, how'd the workout go? Workout was great went went hard which i don't always want to do sometimes yeah you just you don't feel like working out at all and then you get there and you find it you know you just find your adrenaline or whatever it just it kicks in and you forget that you didn't want to work out and it just kind of <laughs> kicks in and you have a good workout so i did i had a great workout so you, you, you by yourself though you, you not not your buddies it was just you. No, it was me and my buddy. Alex. Okay, all right. Yep, it's his it's his his gym. Okay, his garage. Yeah, all right. Which I'm sure you've seen. You, I think you've yeah. seen it on. The I've seen gram. it quite a bit at this point. Yeah. It's looking really nice. Um, yeah. It's been great. I do. I kind of miss gyms like that. I was just thinking today when I was working out at Power, uh, not Powerhouse, but I used to work out at, Power, at Powerhouse, but now I'm at Planet Fitness, which is, it's yep. a different vibe. You know, it's, it's the whole don't judge me kind of vibe. And <laughs> they don't have as heavy weights. Doesn't mean you can't get a phenomenal workout in. But I, I do kind of miss that blood, sweat, and tears kind of vibe where you know people just don't care they drop the weights they they growl they roar 
you know, I'm, I'm kind of a growler too. If I'm putting up some heavy weight, I like to, I like to bring that, that to the table and, uh, you know, um, Hey, it's what I have to work with right now. And it's better than nothing. And it burns a little bit more calories than just working out at home or, you know, or, or whatnot. Although there is something to be said about working out around the neighborhood. You can get a decent workout in that way, but something about those sweaty, like I like the seventies kind of vibe gems. Like uh, when I was, I think in the, in the nineties to late nineties, I would work out at this hotel when my buddy and I would go and it had a very uh, like old equipment um, just the whole setups reeked of early eighties, late seventies. <laughs> it had a punching bag all, with some duct tape around it. So I could practice my kicks on. And, uh, I just, I, I like that. There's something that's just honest to goodness. No bullshit. Let's, let's get some blood, sweat and tears going here. You know, I completely agree. And to your point about grunting and, uh, being loud, there's something about that that helps. It helps you get through when you're going, when you're lifting heavy, as you know, when you're when you're going heavy, uh, and you're starting to get fatigued. Letting out some grunts on every rep, it, I have something about it. It just gets you through. I feel like it's kind of the same reason the martial artists kind of you know, yeah, yeah, um. I don't know if it's an energy thing or if it's a breath thing, but I definitely love letting out grunts each time I am struggling. Like if I'm struggling through some, some reps. Yeah. Trying to stay quiet because I think it comes out naturally. If you let it, it's yeah. not something I have to try to do. I just grunt. Um, if, if I'm lifting heavy, it just comes out. And I think when you try to suppress it, it, mm -hmm. it's um, you're suppressing energy when you do that you know i think so i think so, so yeah, yeah i mean I completely agree and that's what's nice about a garage gym you know at your buddy's house you can you can blare the music you can play yeah. whatever song you want right you can, you can curse you can grunt you can scream you can yell at them you know him and i like to once in a while, when, when you're going heavy, you, you got to get the adrenaline up so you can yell at them, get, you know, you're right. Get them going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you go, come on. Which I can come see. On. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you can't do that at Plant. I mean, I've never been to Planet Fitness from Pope. No, from they don't want what you it sounds that. like what you're saying. You can't do it there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm, I've never been that. I mean, that crazy. I do, but I do growl once in a while if I'm putting up some heavy weight. Um, I will, if I'm working out with, with the buddy, I'll, I'll be like, come on, come on, you can do it. But like something like that, I don't get that, that crazy. But if people do, I don't, I don't lose it over. I don't, I don't, I don't care. That's fine. You know, it's it, to me that adds something to the, the edginess of working out at, at gyms where people are just they're pushing themselves to the limit and beyond. You know, I don't find it intimidating. I find it inspiring, in fact, you know. Yep, so, exactly. but, uh, well, hey, it's, we could talk all night about working out and the fine intricacy, intricacies of, of that. But uh, tonight I wanted to go over 
um, some things about the missing 411. Well, you've been you've been watching it, hopefully, kind of from the beginning as far as the videos go. Um, what do you think so far? Have you watched all of his many ones? Well, I'll just say this. Uh, first of all, I want to totally give you credit for getting me into this. <laughs> into this I've rabbit hole of insanity. <laughs> yeah, I've I've seen it or I've heard of it, and you know I've kind of tippy toed around the perimeter, but I've never uh, I've never dove head first in. Mm-hmm. And a couple nights ago, when I texted you. I said, is this the correct channel? And you said, yes. Yeah. And that was because I was getting so sick. Like a lot of people, I've been just following, you know, current events, the election, Mm -hmm. stuff happening play by play. And it's like, I've talked about this before where you – you get in this limbic state where you're you're just a little bit fearful and you're not hopeful at all. You're not thinking about the future. You're just you're in this state of totally focusing on these uh, these scary current events or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was just like I I had I came to a realization that this isn't good. I'm putting way too much focus on this right now. Yeah. There's a whole world around me happening. There's probably tons of opportunity. Yeah. Why am I not making podcasts? I'm not making podcasts because of this. So I was just like, I need to look somewhere else. I need to stop focusing on this thing that everyone's focusing on. The media is focusing on. They want us to focus on it. I need to look somewhere else and hopefully get my get my head out of that main thing the election and just COVID, you know everything mm-hmm. um and go down a different rabbit hole where maybe i can just break the cycle a little bit and try to get some inspiration back yeah because yeah. you and i have talked about this before but just like something of i don't know how to describe it other than the mysteries of the world yeah you know, there's conspiracy but then there's just like mysteries, the mysteries mm-hmm. of the world that are something like, uh, you know, just ever since I was a little kid, uh, being around campfire with like my uncles tell, and they would tell scary stories. And it's that same thing that as a kid, it would keep me focused in on what my uncles were saying, because it was like something about ghost stories and ufos and ever since i was a little kid i've i've just been fascinated with those those mysteries even if you know even if there's they bear no fruits at all it's just like the not knowing there's something so appealing to me about it still to this day and so anyways long story short i just was like what's something i can dig into to get my head out of this garbage and try to try to find to try to reignite that uh, interest, and then I was like, God, Chris has been telling you about this uh, missing four one one. So I just I texted you. I was like, Is this the channel? You were like, Yep. And I went to the I went to the very first episode, and I just started watching, just started watching them. And a lot of times, you know, I watch 
the past couple, it's only been a couple days. I've been trying to plow through them, but over the past couple days, I've been putting them on um, at night before bed. Yeah. So usually, <laughs> usually I've been falling asleep. Like, you know, sometimes he's got like 30, 30 to 40 minute videos. I'll fall asleep like 30 minutes in Yeah. or an ad will pop up and yeah, I you can't know, I just, but yeah, you know. I know the ads, the ads are terrible, but I also, I think if you listen to a full ad, he gets more money, which I like this guy. Yeah. I, I just, I like his style and I want to, you know, hopefully support him in any way sure. I can. But yeah, so I went back and I've been watching these and I think it's, it's really interesting and I, I, you know, I don't know exactly what to make of it, but that, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. So I, I can't say I've watched all of the videos yet because there's hours and hours, but I've been plowing through them. And, that's great. And uh, I like his style. I like this guy. I'd love to, I'm, I just, I'm going to keep following his work. I wonder if there'll be any closure to any of this. Who knows? It's like something we may never find out. Um. But maybe we will. Maybe it's through his work that I mean, here's what I'll say. It's something's there, right? There's yeah. just these clusters and he's into maps, right? So he likes he he hears of a story and then he maps it out basically. Yeah, right? like the murder scene or something. Like Exactly. Investigators, yeah. Um, so there's something about these maps that, that kind of tell a story. And that last one you just sent me, uh, that really brought the craziness up to the next level. About <laughs> it sure did. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just, it, it's really solidifying, um, how, if you take away all the explanations of what it could be, what, what the last, you know, the most messed up and crazy thing is that's what you're left with. I mean, and he's been pretty great at eliminating. There's no tracks. Um, the weather changes just about every time for the worse. Um, I mean, what are the odds of that? Um, the dogs can't find, there's no, they can't pick up a scent, which is crazy. Bloodhounds and all that stuff, like hardcore dogs that are used to doing that. Um, uh, and and he mentions that they they'll stop, and they'll just they'll just stop. The dogs stop, and they just sit yeah. down, and they they give the owner this weird look. And I the, know the bloodhound, uh, whoever handles the hounds, they're like, we don't know, we've never seen this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's man, and the people that write into the <laughs> it's been writing into his show. Some of the letters, boy, it's like this. Th there's this one from a few episodes back where it pretty much they were. He, this guy was going through this tall grass and he stopped and he turned around and he could see something that was kind of, you know, bending light and it was following him. And uh, he just ran like hell or something like that. Um, I think what it is is. There's a point of separation where people are just totally oblivious. Like they're not paying attention. They're not alert. And uh, that's when they get taken. It's when they separate from the group and 
they're not they're probably not looking around being aware of the front and they just get swooped up and mm -hmm. um it's uh it's pretty it's pretty scary it's pretty freaky i mean it makes me even when i go into my local parks like they're not like huge national parks by any means but i'm a lot more alert than i was before because <laughs> there's this like small park where i live uh it is right by a river and he always talks about people getting taken by bodies of water and rivers and stuff. So I'm always keeping yep. my eyes open. I'm always looking in, you know, to the right of me. And there's like some cars on the road. It's, it's a really small park. Um, but still it's just, you just, we don't know everything yet. We don't know. We haven't discovered everything about this earth, um, terrestrial and non-terrestrial. So yeah, man. It's, it's, uh, the, the people that write in, it's, and they're, they're very legit people. Like they hold titles that they're either ex firemen or ex, you know, special forces. Um, this yep. one, the last video he did, he, the guy wrote in and he talked about he was walking somewhere where he usually, he knows the land really well. And the next thing he knew, he was like in a whole new area up in the mountains, like he'd been. He doesn't. He didn't. He didn't know how he got there, and he was very aware of of, of his. Like he knew he didn't go to sleep, or he knew he, knew he didn't get knocked out. But there he was. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this yeah. is somebody that's pretty reputable. I think he's like an ex special forces dude or something. Um. So, and and there's just a lot of weirdness, like um, the people with German descent. Um, people by boulder, boulder fields being taken. And he points it out so many times. Uh, like there's a lot of things that he's connecting. The only thing it's telling us that is that whatever's taking these people is extremely intelligent. And it has some kind of, um, it's pain. It's like some say like it even calls to people or, or like there's this one where somebody was working on a film crew. And one of the one of the PAs looked into the, the forest and he just sprinted all out into the forest and he was never seen again. Like they look for yep. him, nothing. It's like something like something had called to him or caught his attention. He went running sprint there. And uh, that's unbelievable. It's a, a wild to witness that and, and to know that that person's gone pretty much forever. I mean, to work on that crew, like, that's unbelievably, right. it's sad, but and it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say about that. It's Had, pretty, it's kind of a traumatic so thing. So, Chris, you've, you've seen more of these episodes than me. Has there been a person that has went missing that fit all of the criteria that had come back alive to tell about it? Is there any case where someone actually comes back yeah they do they do come sometimes it's, it's like a horror movie title so, sometimes they come back uh, <laughs> um yeah but they they come back but they they have like amnesia about it like they don't know quite what happened uh they okay. blacked out um if the kids get taken that's when you hear the weird cartoony stories about they are taken by like uh, a talking bear or uh, some kind of weird they were they were in a cabin with some weird family where, where there wouldn't be a cabin out there 
it's some really weird story. Like in the books, like every three of the books so far, or, or no, at least maybe two. I don't know if a three, but and there's a lot of stories like that. Like in the Montana stories, um, get really really far out there. Like bears that aren't bears that are taking people from tents, and uh, they're not hurting really? them. They just kind of staying the night with them. And it's usually the kids. And one of them uh, yeah. was staying in like a nest. Like it made a nest, and it just snuggled up next to the kid the whole night and uh the next day he was brought back and that's pretty much the story that he told the the parents and how wild is that you know bears aren't known to do that they don't do that you know well, uh, well you know what it sounds like it sounds like uh that what do you call that th that thing that happens skinwalker mm-hmm Right. You know what I'm talking about? The Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah. Skinwalker Ranch. These half man, half deer creatures. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's any overlap with it. Maybe there is because it's happening mm -hmm. out in nature. But that's just crazy. So but most of the time the person disappears and they're they're never found again. Yeah, I'd or say they find the them and they're dead. Right. Yeah. Like the one I was just listening to. The lady went out hiking. She oh, yeah. She left a note on her her car and said, if, you, if you're if you finding this note, if you're reading this note past, and it's past this certain date and time, uh, please come look for me because I should be back by now. So a ranger finds it. He goes out looking for her. Uh, he realizes she's nowhere to be found, so he calls in for, for reinforcements. They send a whole crew out. One of the crew members says he can smell rotting flesh, but they still can't find anybody, right? Yeah. They scour the area, and then a day or so later, her broken body find, just shows up, splattered on like a rock. Gosh. And they had already looked there. They had already looked there and they said yep. where she was, there's no way if she would have if she would have fell, there's no way it could have this could have happened to her. Uh yeah. I mean, when they obviously I'm I'm just paraphrasing the story. David Polites, he yeah. he goes over the facts much more thoroughly than that. But I think you you know which story I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I was thinking about the one though in Australia where the late they were right there, like they heard her voice. They were so close to getting her, and she said, "I'm over here," and then she she was screaming, and they went over to where she was, and she was gone, not even there. And uh, they pinpointed, they searched it a dozen times. They were so close to getting, you know, finding her. But nothing, not the body, no signs of an animal attack, um, nothing. Oh, that's different. so crazy, dude. To be that close and have that happen, that that's so like Predator, uh, the movie, you know, it's it's like a horror movie. It's so sad. It's like, man, it's like sometimes we're on the verge of this thing, but it's so good how it evades, um, how it doesn't leave tracks. It doesn't leave uh, signs of it was there. I mean, to me, that that's just it's it's an intelligence. It's more than just an unknown animal. 
it's there's a lot of different elements at play here and um what's wild is um some of these stories about like and in, in, um not germany but you know stories of like gnomes and elves and stuff and they've been known to be like they take that seriously like in uh uh not sweden but you know iceland and, and yeah. uh, they uh you know, and they talk about it. Tie they tied it into where they would hang out. There's stories about like they won't even move these boulders in the middle of the roads because it's known that these belong to I think either the gnomes or the elves or something like that. And if you do it, it's bad luck to move them. And I, again, people getting taken by boulder fields. <laughs> so it's really wild. I mean, every mythology. I mean, our, our myths have might have like a little ring of, of truth to them, you know? Um, it could be an unknown species and unknown things from the caves that we haven't explored. And uh, people just put the spin on it. Like, oh, those are, those are elves or maybe, maybe but maybe there's something that there's something else, you know? And that's the class. Well, yeah. What we gave them a long time ago. Well, you know, when you say elf, I think most people, it registers in their head like silly. That's just a silly. Yeah, you think Will Ferrell elves? What? Would you believe in elves? What is this? Santa Claus and his elves? And yeah. it's like, no. This is this is people trying to describe something that they have no idea what it is. Yeah. So we yeah. we have this archetype of an elf in our you know collective consciousness. We mm -hmm. all do, whether it be you know the Lord of the Rings elf or mm -hmm. the Santa Claus little miniature elf, mm -hmm. um, Keebler elf. Uh, and it's like, how do you explain some little creature that you don't know what it is and it has uh, abilities that, that, that uh, uh, you can't explain? Mm -hmm. You call it an elf. So I don't, I don't think... I think you got to take the you got to take the what do you call it, the lore and you have to think well maybe maybe it's it's not just a kid's story it was just people trying to describe something that they didn't understand so yeah. they created what happened was lore got created and it's based off of some real thing that happens and one thing's one thing I like about David Polites is he he'll go back 60 years and talk about a case or longer, a hundred years. He'll go back in time and go over these cases that never had closure. And he says it's so important because that's why we study history. So because most people will just, you know, they can't even remember what happened last week. So yeah. you got to look at, this 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 thing that's happening with these missing people it's been happening for a while and there are things in common and that's that's why he maps everything out like what you were just saying water boulder fields national parks mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know man it's the more I listen and the more I see these cases piling on, it's like, God, what? Something's happening. And yeah, I told my roommate about it 
I was like, have you heard, have you seen these missing 411s? And he's like, no. What is that, mm-hmm. some conspiracy stuff? And I was just like, you know, it sounds like it when I, when I describe it to you. Mm-hmm. But he only covers facts. He only talks about facts. He just, he's covering missing people cases. And none of them, most of them don't have closure. Or they don't know what happened. And it's, it's just, yes, David Pleites has a YouTube channel and he writes books about these cases that fit the criteria for what he's doing. But there's nothing conspiracy about it. I mean, there's no, there's no theory involved. It's uh, mm-hmm. him stating facts of yep. these missing people. Um, and it seems like the one thing that I, I want to get further into the one conspiracy, well, the one conspiracy theory, I guess, where he does kind of get conspiracy theory-ish is when he talks about the park service. Because mm-hmm. it seems like mm-hmm. it seems like there's some sort of cover-up with all of this, right? And it's unbelievable. It like he, yeah. And they're all they're all kind of for the most part, they're they're all kind of being being assholes, um, for lack of a better term. And they're supercharging him a certain amount to, for the list of missing people, like like uh, six figures plus. Yeah, <laughs> get this list. Like it's so over the top. Like, what is? I mean, so, they, well, what's up with that? What's that? up with that? I mean, what? No one else is giving him a hard time. It just seems like it's the park mm-hmm. service. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, if in any rational, normal world, they'd be like, yeah, we know about these people. We're going to put out these, uh, um, you know, the this is what they look like. We're going to post it. And we're going to tell them, yeah. you see these people, you let us know as soon as possible um, if you have any information because they want to take that seriously because they want to keep their park safe. Um, but not they're doing exact the exact opposite. And more than just one park is 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 doing that. It's uh, um, yeah. There's some real wild stories. It, there's I keep going back to Twin Peaks because it's it's very much like Twin Peaks. Where you know I don't know if you ever watched that show, um, but a lot of it has to do with things that happen, kind of mysterious things out in the in the forest, you know, and mm-hmm. uh. And it's not, it doesn't all happen out in the forest, but it has to do with certain uh, things that are beyond our understanding, portals, um, things that, what is the nature of evil? Does it come from another place? And uh, it, it it's so weird how, like in, in uh, you know, in the most current season, you know, they put out a new a new season a few years ago and they talk about, the you know how the nuclear explosions and everything they basically this is spoilers guys so if you if you want to watch twin peaks the last season that they did don't listen to this but um basically it infers that these new the nuclear test weapons kind of ripped open a portal in space and time to allow this evil into the world and come into human beings and cause them to do despicable terrible things and what's to say that when we were experimenting with nukes and all that, 
that those forces didn't rip a hole in something to let something in. It's not impossible. Right. You know, um, yeah. it's just, uh, it, it's so, it, it, it's, it's just, it's so eerie. It's so, you know, and then I, I you know, I, like I follow uh, Kyle McLaughlin on his uh, Instagram and he, he puts pictures of himself like in Mount Rainier, and there's been missing people in Mount Rainier. And I want to tell them, I go, hey, <laughs> you got to be careful. You can't carry a personal loc- locator device because I don't want somebody taking Kyle McLaughlin and his kid, you know. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah. people just don't know. They don't. This isn't getting out fast enough or. I mean, I'm glad you're you're finally getting curious about it, but you're one of my very few friends that that are because I think they just I think what it is they think it's like well it's probably some murderer going around killing people or some serial killer because um, that's very much on the surface if you judge his whole thing like that you would probably think that's what it is but it's so much deeper and um, so much more mysterious than that uh, and uh, but I, I'm. You know, th- thanks for digging in and, and, and getting into it because it is, it's important. It's important. Um, if they ever find out, if, if he ever gets to the bottom of it, it's going to be one of the biggest things ever, I think. And uh, if they don't, if they don't, it's still a good thing to, you know, you know, uh, spend your time on because you're, you're still trying to, you're caring about your fellow man and fellow woman and you want you want some something to be resolved somehow, you know, because you, you do feel bad as a person, you feel bad for these people and the families. And it's like, if only you can prevent or let people know, even let them be more aware when they go out, that's going to help less, you know, it's going to help more people not be taken. You know, that's the way I look at it. Um, you know, there's a saying in the army and I always say it once in a while, stay alert, stay alive. And I really don't, especially in our age, right now, people are not alert. They're on their phones, they're distracted constantly, and they're just not aware of the surroundings. I mean, the heck with anything supernatural taking taking you. Some guy could go swoop up some girl out of nowhere because she's just, whatever. <laughs> she's not paying attention to her surroundings. She just swooped up and she's done. There's, I just see so oh, many people totally. um, just not, not paying attention, uh, maybe you know, at night going to the cars, they're just not looking around. They have tunnel vision. And this is some of the, the of the careless, like it's going to be okay. I live in a, in a safe uh, world because, you know, we have, we got the Wi-Fi and all that. It's like, no, it's, it's not like that. We have the illusion of safety. We should always be vigilant and alert, you know, stay oh, alert, totally. stay alive. Yeah. Perfect example. Recently, uh, someone in my neighborhood, Three guys followed her home, and when they got her to her house, they put a gun to her head, said, "Let us in." Yeah, and they took they took everything. They took everything she has, and then after they robbed her of all of her stuff, they went up. It was a duplex. They went upstairs, and they took the neighbor's stuff. And guess what? They got away. As far as I know, they and they just did it. You know, you just you just yeah. You can get away with anything if you if you got the guts to pull it, try to pull it off. Because, like you said, no one's paying attention for the most part. Yeah, it's scary. 
but yeah, I mean, this is different. This is like, man, it's, it's scary though, because it's, yeah, it's fun to listen to from the comfort of your city home roommates in the other room, tons mm-hmm. of people around, but like, I want to go out to these national parks, but I can't, I, I don't, I don't know that I'm ever going to look at it the same. It's like, you have to go with people and I don't know what a gu- having a gun is going to do if you're going up against some sort of interdimensional higher power. Like, uh, but it does seem like it's people when they're by themselves. Mm-hmm. Or when they're they split getting, off from the group. They split up from the group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like in a horror movie. Just like in a horror movie. Exactly. Seriously. It's like how bizarre that it follows that same trope. Um, uh, it's just, it's sad because I love national parks. Like I was telling you about New York State has some awesome national parks. And I went to by myself all the time, geocaching and going on little adventures and just getting lost. I put on the, uh, the headphones, you know, zone out to some uh, Enya and Clannad on, on Pandora. <laughs> and just, yeah. it was my Zen moment, you know, to get away from work and all that. And, and it makes me think it's like, shit how you know if one of these things was like watching me how close was i to getting sick <laughs> you know um not that i uh, visually i looked around a lot i would never kind of like tunnel out but still one of my senses was blocked my hearing because i was listening to music most of the time so it's it's we got to be more vigilant and more careful now um yeah, I mean, and that's why it's important to for people to listen and pay attention because maybe there is something you can do to combat. Maybe the force is sneaky, but it's not invincible. Mm-hmm. Maybe there, maybe there is something you can do. To, maybe they prey on single individuals because they can't get away with preying on group, taking someone out of a group. So yeah, they need to remain. They need to remain hidden. Uh, so, I mean, all of that stuff will only be found out through investigation if it is ever it gets, if anyone ever finds out at all, it's going to happen through people paying attention and investigating and mm-hmm. pe- people putting their minds together. Obviously, pattern recognition, which David Pilates is doing a lot of. He yeah. likes, you know, he's got a set criteria of what what he looks for and then he maps it out and like the one i was watching last night the people that were went missing had similar names they yeah had similar which was just so weird yeah what the same hell? day same days i think there's one where it's october 5th and uh and then like 50 years prior it was october 5th that someone was taken near that same location the same day, but like 50 years prior or, or a certain number of years prior to that. Yeah. <laughs> now that, that's so weird. Cause in my mind, you know, my mind thinks of my thought, I'm like, what is this thing? If we want to go, if we really want to speculate and really get uh, uh, wild and get crazy with it, what if this thing had the power to travel through time and it just, goes through years but it's that same day through all those years and it grabs somebody else through some whatever portal comes out of 
Yep. That's pretty wild. I know that's out there. But no, I mean, things you have to kind of throw against the wall and, and see what sticks, you know, what makes sense. You know, um, yeah. I, I completely agree. It, anything's possible with, with what he's describing. I mean, no, no logical explanation is presenting itself. Yeah. So of course people are going to start to assume and they're going, you know, they're going to assume they're going to hypothesize, hypothesize. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I still like the simulation Mm -hmm. hypothesis where when people disappear, it's just like they were by themselves and they were in such a beautiful place that if we are in a computer program, it takes so much computing power to create those beautiful places like imagine Yosemite. Right. Uh, and there's not enough processing power for that one person to, 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 to particleize everything for just that one person. So some sort of glitch happens, but I don't think so. It, it looks like there's an entity playing with these some of these people. Yeah. Or, hey, dude, maybe there's different things happening. Maybe there's different entities. Maybe it's not just one entity. Right. Maybe there's different. So who knows? Who knows? But it's definitely uh, got me at the edge of my seat. It's but I want to know what's up with the park service. Who are these people? Is it like, what's their policy? Do they do they put you through the, like this filtration process where they only pick people that are going to be down? Like, uh, you know, it, it just makes me think of think of X Files. Like, there's yeah. this shadowy government agency that infiltrated the park service because they know the park service is on the front line of this phenomenon. And to be in the park service, you've got to basically uh, be willing to play ball with this shit, and you got to be trustworthy. Yeah. And so I have no idea, but I remember being in Sedona hiking, and this my buddy, one of my buddies who has lived in Sedona his whole life, he's had weird interactions with the park service, and that's what it made me think of because I had never had encounters with the park service before mm-hmm. the only encounter, the only thing I knew, cause I, you know, I've lived in the city my whole life. So I, I don't have much interaction with the park service. Um, and I'm sure most of them are just, you know, people with work in their job. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would always have weird interactions with the park service. Cause he lived right by uh, territory that would be under the park service control so he'd be hiking around right outside of his backyard and then he would he would go on to park service land and the park service would like certain areas were no-go zones and he'd just be thinking like why and then he would say there was all mm-hmm. the, like, find all these masonic symbols and weird things sedona is a weird place Sedona's a uh pretty crazy place he'd be a good person to talk to about it we should do that episode because he's lived there his whole life and he's definitely 
it's kind of like uh, an occult epicenter right a lot of people a lot of people don't really know much about it but the people that live there know about it yeah and it's so cool that you you guys stayed uh you you stayed the night on what was the name of that peak you camped out there you climbed all the way Uh, up yeah the the top of bell rock bell Bell rock yeah yeah which you I stayed there all night, but you didn't see anything paranormal. <laughs> it was just no. an awesome time, but you know, we were up there for forty hours and we didn't see anything. Yeah, except yeah. a helicopter in the middle of the night that came right down and flashed its light on us as we were trying to sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty terrifying. Next file, sheet. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, Bell's Bell Rock is not that remote. I mean, it's like in between these two little villages, Sedona and Oak Creek. So mm-hmm. when you look down, you can see lights of houses that are on the whole night. There's street lights. And obviously there's dark areas, but it's um, if you were to climb down, it would only take you, you know, a good 30 minutes yeah. 25 30 minutes to hike to the nearest gas station right. so it's not it's not like super crazy remote but a lot yeah. of people say it's it's a vortex energy point so that's that's kind of why we we were doing there's a whole long story of why we did it but that's a different story for a different day yeah should be told in another time yeah um, i'm down like if, if you want to do an episode of your you know, be done and, and get them on. That's cool. Or if you want to do, or the, the both of us can um, co-host this episode and get them on or whatever you want to do. That would be cool. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll try. I'll, I'll see if he's down. I've asked him to be on my podcast before and he, he didn't say no out of spite or anything. He just, he, I think he just was kind of shy about it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe I'll try again because I know he's he's made a lot of he's a filmmaker and hmm. I love hanging yeah. out with him, but I don't know how willing he'll be to talk about it. He was willing to talk about it with me, and he gave me this awesome private tour of the area. We hiked all over the place. Yeah, yeah, it's that same guy that you yeah you recorded him. Yeah, it's that, I, I listened to that one. Right? Isn't no, no, different yeah. guy, different guy. Ah, okay. Uh, Peter, I've, who lives in Sedona, he he's more than willing to come on the podcast. But my other buddy Paul, he's lived and he grew up in Sedona. He's around, you know, he's a little bit younger. He's around, you know, somewhere around our age. And uh, all right. And he's lived, he, like I said, he grew up in Sedona since he was a little kid. He's lived in the same house pretty much. So it's a different story. A lot of people move to Sedona for its beauty and all of its features, but there's a much smaller population that have that, like the locals, you know, and they, they kind of, they're a different, they're a little bit of a different group, the locals and uh, I think they have better information about Sedona, to be honest with you. Okay. That's neat. I like that. Yeah. I mean, because he was able to give me this, take me on hikes that I I had no idea that they existed. They were just kind of off the beaten trail 
pathways and he took me to places where it was like, God, I didn't even know this, this canyon existed in Sedona. I would have never known if, if someone that hasn't this, cause it's been his playground his whole life. His backyard has been this playground his whole life. So he knows it like the back of his hand. So I've only been there, you know, I've been there a lot compared to other places I've been. So it's, I mean, you know, I've been there like 10 times, maybe not quite 10, but around 10. And I feel like I kind of know the area, but not like if I grew up there and it's a big area to hike and he's got all kinds of great information. I loved hanging out with him and I love talking to him and hopefully I get to see him again soon. I haven't been to Sedona since 2018. So I feel like I'm way long overdue. <laughs> Man, all the way back then, huh? Dang. It's like so yeah. many years ago. <laughs> it does feel like after 2020, man, it feels like it feels like a different life. <laughs> oh, when is it? When's it all going to end? Uh, this whole beer buggage, you know, when's it all going to? I don't know. I, I'm, you know, I, I it, it part of me is just kind of like, man, they're going to, they're going to keep dragging us through the mud through next year. And it's like these numbers, these numbers, I mean, you know, Hey, my, my, my heart goes out to the people that have died and, and uh, have been, you know, messed up by this thing. But uh, I don't know. It's like the more I hear about like the cover-ups through the park service, it's like, you know, what else gets covered up in this, in our, our crazy world, you know, and uh, exactly, I've had some paranormal things in the last few years. Uh, I've witnessed, you know, several UFOs, and so it does kind of it kind of changes the way you look at things a little bit. It's like it don't don't think don't take the whole thing on on the surface. There, go deeper, you know. It there's it's not quite the world that they're telling us. I think it's, there's a lot more to it than people want to uh, uh, put out there. And um, whether it's from a motivation of, well, I just don't know. So I'm not going to talk about it or I don't want people to know or whatever that motive is. It's um, you know, it, it, like Graham Hancock says, we're a species with amnesia. Yes. You know, there's so much stuff that has happened that we got wrong about how far we go back. And, uh, you know, look at the library of Alex Al Al Alexandria, you know, if for all we know, they could have been talking about a whole another species of people that it didn't get carried on to our generations to, to know about. You know? Who knows what got lost? Who knows? I mean, who knows what the, I mean, they're talking about, like, I remember I was watching something about the Celts and the Celts were dealing with all sorts, all sorts of different uh, people and uh, the Picts and the, the Picts. I heard even a story that the Picts were these incredibly different kind of people that were like, yeah. they didn't seem very human-like. They, they, they seemed mm -hmm. like smaller and, and just, who knows what could have been forgotten and not written down. And, uh, right. Totally. But, um, yeah. How crazy would that be if, like, there was, like, Lord of the Rings, there was elves and dwarves? And, I, mean, I mean, for sure it, have, uh, it happened, right? Humans lived alongside Neanderthal, and they were right. two different evolutionary lines. 
but they were very similar and they, they were close enough to, to breed with each other. How crazy would that be if there was like, we found a whole nother human-like species and we had to live with them, what, what that would be like. Well, I'm, cool. it's kind of like one of those things I make, I, I kind of made this into like a joke. Like if everything happened, like if say we, we got wiped out or what would they, what would, what would come back, what would come out of the caves and what would they talk about? They'd talk about, they'd be like, man, look at those people. They had those big, huge trucks and those SUVs. Like, what was all that about? <laughs> and they had, yeah. They're just uh, scurrying all over the place, going to these buildings. And it's like, well, it's time to tear it down and grab the food and let's take over now. Like, it's like our illusion of um, the, indu the industrial age and the age of reason just really took over in a big, bad way. But that's only been going for so long. But and we think that this is all there is to it. And um, mm -hmm. for all we know, there could have there could have been actual giants, like for reals, right. walking around. Like I don't know, they're like to to, to well, they would go up into the, like to the clouds or anything that tall, but big enough to be considered, uh, you know, quote unquote giants. You know, yep. It, it could have been I a totally kind of different thing for all we know like similar to lord of the rings maybe not i mean it would and it goes back so far they find out on the civilizations like the craftsmanship on some of the jewelry it's like pretty uh it it shouldn't be it, it should it should be like the neanderthal age but there's they find stuff that's really crafted very well that yeah, how would they yeah. be able to do this you know right so it's like uh that documentary magical egypt have you seen that yeah i did i did watch that that was pretty neat he goes yeah. over those uh vases that like we couldn't do it today mm -hmm. yeah crazy stuff crazy yeah. stuff it's awesome yeah awesome Gr great listening too it's it Something about a great, a great bedtime story to listen to, just other than those goddamn ads. <laughs> They're the worst. No, they've gotten worse. They've gotten worse. It's hard to listen it to wouldn't be, post at late at night. Well, now. it wouldn't be bad, so bad if they just kept them to 15 seconds max. Yeah. But like when I'm like trying to go to sleep and I put my phone on the ground. And I'm yeah. starting to pass out. And then there's like a two minute ad. I'm like, oh, it's the same thing. I do the same thing. I hate it. I, I keep right up on my pillow. It's like, you know, this is the worst thing for me, but I love the stories, the, the, the weird stories before I go to sleep. <laughs> I mm -hmm. love it. It just takes yep. you to another possibility, you know, like before you, you clonk out and uh, yeah. Yeah, man. So, I, you know, thanks for getting interested in it. And thanks for it's cool that I have somebody to talk to about it. Um, and uh, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep getting the books. I mean I don't have that much space, but something tells me you know I should keep reading the books, and they're important. And it's good to know all this. And the more I know about it, the more maybe I could. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe I put something together that no one else has, or just the yeah. fact I'm caring enough to go 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 through all these books and and try to hopefully help more people would be maybe one of the best things I've ever done. <laughs> I hope. 
<laughs> you never know. You never know. You know, or not, or not. It didn't go anywhere, but well, it's still pretty fast. It's true. It's 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 why not? Why not? Why it, more eyes on it the better? I mean, if it doesn't look like the phenomena is going to stop, so yeah, people got there's re- more missing people ahead. More missing yeah. people ahead. Yeah, man. So, well, well, I know, I know you wanted to. I know he had he had busy night. So, um, if you want to stay on, that's cool. We can keep talking, or if if you, if you yeah, I'm gonna whatever. I'm gonna run if you don't mind. But yeah. before I get off, happy birthday! It's your birthday oh, tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, in about a half hour here. Happy birthday, bro! Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Glad to share it with you. Yeah, yeah. I might be doing another tomorrow uh, with a buddy of mine. And nice. Um, if not, if not, if we don't get together, then I'll, I'll still record. But uh, yeah, it'd be nice. It'll be cool to have another guest on and talk. He'll talk about. It's a childhood buddy of mine, so we have a lot of stories to talk about growing up and. And uh, hopefully it'll be interesting. People will listen. And uh, it's good. I'm glad I'm recording again. I want to start, you know, I only have so much space in my phone. Like I have one of those situations where my phone keeps shrinking with storage space. I keep deleting apps and I keep, you know, clearing the cash out. It's so weird. And it's like, man, I want to start listening to podcasts again. But I have such little space on my damn phone. So I don't know. I got to start doing some serious deletion, you know. And uh, start listening again. So, yeah. But uh, I'm looking forward to your next podcast. I think I'll I'll, I'll probably just listen on the uh, on the on the laptop to some of your recent episodes and uh, and go from there. But, uh, well, I appreciate it, and let's do it again soon. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, man. Thanks for thanks for being on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Good talk. Stay in touch, and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Totally. Yep. All right. Later. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I am going to wrap up the episode because unless somebody wants to call in, I see some people entered the live studio um, in the waiting room. You're welcome to. Uh, I think you can write a message here on the uh, on the board if you want to. Just let me know. Um, you can call in as long as you, you know, somewhat sane. <laughs> um, if not, I'm going to wrap it up and uh, I'll record. I always like to record a like uh, I started this in my 30s, like the day before I turn the next age, I record it and I tell myself, it's like a journal, a yearly journal, like everything I accomplished for that year and what I, what I want to accomplish the next year. And it's kind of this little sliver in time, little snippet. And I kind of, I want to put these all together and uh, in uh, one long episode and it kind of wraps up my year and where I think I'm going, how my trajectory is going and my accomplishing the things I need to accomplish. And, uh, it's kind of neat. It's kind of one of those things where after I'm gone and somebody finds it and they listen to it, 
they'll kind of remember, oh, this is an interesting guy. He had some goals. He had some dreams. And uh, he was striving towards something, accomplishing something in his life. Did he do it or not? Well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. And uh, it motivates me to keep going on uh, moving towards my dreams, filmmaking and uh, storytelling and, and uh, comics and uh, creating comics and all that, all that good jazz, stand-up comedy, uh, podcasting. But I think I'm going to end up, I'm going to end that out. Uh, I'm going to write here, thanks for listening. I'm going to wrap it up. Going this out here on the on the message board. Thanks for listening. Going to wrap up the live, unless someone uh, wants to chat real quick. And uh, if not, next time you guys can uh, call in. Maybe I'll just do a solo one where you guys can call in if you catch me. I record these very sporadically. I, I try to do it every week. Like I'm trying to at least put three episodes out a month. And um, they usually get done around Sunday nights or Mondays. This is like an exception, like Tuesday. But I try to get them recorded around the weekend. So about I'm looking at three episodes a month I'm trying to do. Sometimes I, I go beyond that, do four. Um, and uh, I'm going to call it a night. I hope uh, everyone has a happy Thanksgiving. Um, stay sane. Um, stay productive and, uh, look, the bad times can't last forever because the good times don't last forever. It's a wheel. It's a wheel of cars, Roland said in the dark tower. And, uh, with that, may you all have long days and pleasant nights. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>